Hello, welcome to the show. It's Saturday morning. You know what that means. We are live for the Comics Pals. All four of us are here. Uh, say hello as you join us in Twitch chat. We're always happy to have you guys come hang out. Uh, I want to I want to start the show with a question. So this is something that I saw rattling would say, around. Hmm? Would, would you say it's sort of I, uh, a random? I wouldn't. Oh. I wouldn't. No, it's predetermined. It's time for predetermined. Nothing I love more than a planned question, <laughs> especially these days. <laughs> uh, so this is a debate that's been going around on you know the internet, Twitter, Reddit, take your pick. And it's one that I care about. So we're going to very briefly get through this. Uh, and here is the debate. Spider-Man 3 or The Dark Knight Rises, which is which, better? Which Spider-Man 3? The the original Spider-Man 3. Versus what? Versus The Dark Knight Rises. Oh, That's a question? Spider-Man 3. What? Oh, wow. Okay, I guess it was a question. <laughs> kidding me? Are you kidding oh, me? Oh, my God. Are you kidding? Just kidding. <laughs> oh, Okay. <laughs> Wait, so people are actually debating this online. Yeah, I got I got tweets. Uh, Spider-Man 3 is infinitely better than The Dark Knight Rises. This ain't even a contest. Uh, that's Chainsaw Master. You should probably... Never mind. Um, let's see. Uh, bro, what? Spider-Man 3 is beyond clear. Uh, <laughs> beyond clear? Is this new slang I'm learning? <laughs> guy's a Scientologist. Spider-Man oh, 3 yeah. gets better every time I watch it. And the exact opposite happens every time I rewatch Rises. Why is he rewatching something he doesn't like? I know, right? They have to be talking about the new one. No, no, not at all. What? I'm positive. <laughs> I've been thinking about this. It's nuts. People are people are wild. Spider-Man 3 easily. Nobody is ready for the discussion that 90% of that film was fantastic. And the 10% that isn't is extremely entertaining. Now, all right, that's a tweet that I can talk about. Because I will say this, Spider-Man 3 is fun to watch. I have fun when I watch that movie. I can watch Spider-Man 3 at any time. But it's not the kind of fun where I'm like, man, you know, what a what a rollicking good ride that was. Yeah, it's, it's not like, Batman and Robin. Um, no, I would have agreed with you. Wait, Batman and Robin is the is the one with Two-Face and the Riddler? No, 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 that's Batman, Batman Forever. Forever. If you would have said Batman Forever, I would have said, "All right, yeah." But Batman and Robin, no, I can't. I can't agree with that. That's just that's uh, that's out of bounds. Um, why can't I see the chat? That's so weird. Uh, okay, there, there we go. All right. So thankfully, we all agree because I actually thought that we were going to have an explosion over this. That's wild. Sean, Sean, there's one thing I learned on the internet. And I think I think this week too. I don't know what was in the the Twitter water or something. Like some people have been sipping on dumb juice or something. <laughs> but is this yeah? There, was is this the most cancel cancelable take? Maybe it's Not maybe it was week. that. Maybe it was that. But like I was just seeing some real dummy takes online, and I also follow. I mean, maybe it's because it's it's one of those things where it's like my brother in Christ, you created the Twitter feed. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> maybe it's just how I'm. <laughs> I've made my own feed, but like, it's just a lot of people are just like, why would you say that on mine? 
Sure. Well, it's alongside the people giving Morbius, you know, five star reviews, right? Like that's that's been a. I saw a six a star review. Listen, we need to unfollow Marco. So Marco's the problem. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm giving Morbius five five star glowing reviews. Yeah. Well, as long as you talk about the cinematography, you're fine. <laughs> and the action sequences. Yeah. I don't know. Well, I saw that one clip of uh of uh, I almost said David Tennant, the other doctor, uh, Matt Smith, Matt dancing Smith. in it, and uh, oh boy. <laughs> uh I don't think that I'll watch that movie at any time in my life. Nope. Like I, what would I it might take? die before it came out. Oh, uh, before I watch it. Oh, uh, what would it take? I don't know. A few drinks, you know, the boys. I I'd do it for for a fiver. No big deal. Mm-hmm. You'd watch I'd, it for five bucks? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I would, I would watch that for five bucks. I, I would get paid to watch that. I'm not going to the theater to watch it for five bucks, but yeah. I'll watch it for five bucks, yeah. Somebody said uh, Ben owes me five bucks, and then like I just watch it in my underwear at home. Like, yeah, sure. Yeah, easy. Let's give it a go. Yeah. I'd watch. Yeah. All and right, I'll, and watch listen, I'm not saying I'll Can't do it passively either. I won't be on my phone or anything. I will watch something. this film for five bucks. Yeah, that five dollars covers the tip for the Chinese food that comes to the door. Mm-hmm. Marco giving out those big boy tips, five bucks. That's what you have to do in Queens. Wait, you don't give your, you don't you don't tip your guy five dollars? No, I don't tip him five dollars, man. What? The meal's nine dollars. Nine dollars? What do you buy? For real? Um, never had what, a delivery. What kind of what kind of delivery? Chicken and, chicken and broccoli. Chicken and broccoli, man. Oh, uh, thank you. Uh, Matt gifted a sub to uh, Kefis. Oh, Ooh, very nice. Cool. Very nice. Thank you, Matt. Enjoy, Kefis. All right. We got a lot of stuff to get to today. Big show. Uh, we do have an announcement to come up. But before we get to that announcement, I want to announce that if you want to watch this show live and start your Saturdays with the Comics Pals, you can do so by tuning in at twitch.tv slash the Comics Pals every single Saturday at 10, 15 a.m. Eastern. Wednesdays are not Wednesdays anymore. There you go. You're getting getting used to it. There you go. Thursdays for Pals Pulls. That's one of our announcements. Uh, Thursdays, we're going to be doing Pals Pulls. Uh, We figure that, you know, we get our books on Wednesday and we read them like nutcases, but a lot of you might not have had the chance. You're still getting situated from work and you need a little extra time. So, we want you guys to have that day, and hopefully you will join us live on Thursdays at 6 p.m. Eastern for Pals Pulls. Uh, that gives you an opportunity also to know what we're reading. So Wednesdays, you'll be able to check our socials to see what books we're going to be reading for you guys on Thursday live. So make sure you check that out. If you watch on YouTube or you listen on a podcast platform or anywhere other than Twitch, it will be available on Friday. So you are getting it a day later, but hopefully that works out better for you because it'll give you an extra, extra data to read the books. So, and uh, uh, speaking of like uh, of, of changes and stuff and uh, following us on socials, uh, Jack Raya, new, new uh, reader, a new watcher, listener, both new viewer in the new comments, pal. new yeah. pal um, found us on YouTube. Um, unfortunately, because of the comiXology update, <laughs> at least something good came from that who where did you uh where did you learn that information in the chat in, in, the, in the twitch chat yeah oh beautiful that's awesome oh okay i see it it's right there right now <laughs> nice welcome jack i appreciate that uh 
leave us a follow if you haven't. And I hope that you enjoy the show. All right. So uh, other stuff, other house housekeeping, rather. Uh, YouTube.com slash the comics pals is where you can catch us. If you don't watch the show live on Twitch, drop us comments there, like the video, share it with your friends. Most importantly, subscribe if you enjoy what we do. All those things help us out a lot, and they cost you absolutely nothing. Our next book club is Doctor Strange. Believe it or not, we're doing Doctor Strange, The Oath. Uh, I have never read this, actually, so I'm pretty excited to jump into it. Uh, I haven't read anything Doctor Strange before the, um, I want to say the Jason Aaron run. Yeah. My first so. Doctor Strange was a, a Mark Wade one that dealt with baseball. I don't. It was a weird one. <laughs> that sounds like it, it was Emma Rios on art. If I'm if I'm like remembering that correctly. Okay. Really. Um, yeah, it was like a mid two thousands miniseries. I don't know. I gotta find it, but this seems to be a little more uh, straightforward. Doctor Strange. First of all, Matt, what do you mean? I was looking for an explanation. An explanation for what? Second of all, can we stop with this? Wildcat JSA shit. Oh my god. I know I you don't need, you need to learn, my man. I, I've been informed. I get it. He exists. I didn't realize that all these people all of a sudden cared about him. You would think the guy had a solo series all of a sudden before. Oh, Tyler, that is awful. What? Oh, I changed the question <laughs> image. Now you'll that never really bad. That's rough. Oh, director, director Wildcat in the chat, yo. Yeah. <laughs> I I hate it actually. That combines two of my least favorite things: Both. Wildcat and <laughs> Doctor Bull. Both of the memes around you. <laughs> I think stand. this image is just gonna keep evolving as the show goes on. Hope it does. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I hope it does. <laughs> what I love. <laughs> And it's only going to be towards stuff you hate. He has a fully human face, but he has bones for And yeah, his chin is still showing because I didn't care to Photoshop it too well. <laughs> but That's phenomenal. Wait, was that shared on, on the Discord? No, no, I can share it on the Discord. Oh, okay, I, I thought it was I thought it was already a thing. No, no, no. Oh, I made it man. last night. You know what? I'm I'm just going to start muting people who... who... <laughs> Bring up Wildcat. <laughs> you're gonna have to. You're gonna be doing this podcast all by yourself. You might be right, man. I didn't ask for this. Um, all right. So our big announcement. We're gonna kick off the show uh, with our with our big announcement. This is something that has been a long time coming. This is something that we're all really excited about, and we're really happy to be able to share it with you guys. Uh, we are officially announcing that the Comics Pals will be on Patreon. Starting this Monday, uh, you guys will be able to join us on Patreon. We're really, really pumped about this next step. Um, we've been doing this show for almost six years now. It'll be six years in November. And obviously, you know, there have been some, there's been some iterating that has gone on, especially over the last few months. Uh, I think I speak for everybody here when I say that we feel like we're at a place with the quality of the show, with the production, with the presentation that we feel comfortable saying, hey, there's more. Um, or, hey, pay us. <laughs> <laughs> that, 
that that too um and you guys will be able to do that we have a bunch of different tiers uh with things that we think are cool that we think you guys will really like um we want to integrate the community more into what we're doing Mm -hmm. and patreon gives us a great resource and opportunity to do that um we're gonna have blogs each of us will have a blog uh that we'd be responsible for um and each one of us will put one out a month so it gives you a little bit of a of a of a better look at what we're up to um we'll give you guys our thoughts on you know anything from comics music um games stuff we're playing stuff we're into right now um tyler it looks like you want to say something i want uh, i want to know if, if marco wants to announce what his is called yes do that Ooh, please okay yeah, go ahead. Do you, do you have? Do you have the? I don't have the image. No, no. But okay, we'll, we'll see. Mine's called Marco's Muckhole in honor of the big old green swampy. And if you guys want to delve into Marco's Muckhole, <laughs> dive right into the mud. Into Marco's mud. <laughs> um, we're gonna. <laughs> we're not gonna get patrons now <laughs> with that announcement. Listen, we might. It's true. We're, true. we're gonna My man's have got that new beard. That's right. That's right. That's gonna be on the on the Patreon as well. Wait, is that, is that a beard? Hey, is that a beard? I'm trying. I mean, listen. From what I can grow, a, that is a full beard, in my opinion. He's gone through a lot more puberty than he has uh, over the past six years than he has uh, when we started. <laughs> <laughs> it finally kicked in halfway through the show. Margo's a beat, man. I'm not. I'm, I'll leave you alone. Um. <laughs> We, but that's that's not all. We also are going to be debuting a new show, which we're really, really excited about. Uh, this Now, this show has a genius name. It's called Palling Around. And I, say, I can say it's genius because I didn't come up with it. Tyler came up with it. It's brilliant. Um, oh, and- I, was, I was talking about Palling Around, which is our podcast focused on the political history of Sarah Palin. Oh, my God. Palin Around. Oh, Palin Around. Should we do that? We nope. really shouldn't. But let me say <laughs> what the show's about. So maybe I'll do it. Palling Around is a show where we kind of just talk about whatever we want. Uh, if you guys remember when we would hang around afterwards on Twitch for a little bit and just chit chat um, or some of the kind of like off topic conversations that we get into on here. That's what you can expect on that show. Uh, the first episode will be up day and date. And I think that you guys are going to have a good time with that. We get into some interesting revelations about uh, about our lives. Um, don't don't listen to that one with the kids around. If, if you if you get to no, it, that's for sure. I will. <laughs> no. Dad, yeah, that show's probably not going to be for the kids. If uh, you know, for the for the kefuses of the world who've got, I believe, kefuses kids. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, lots of stuff like that. Uh, early access to book clubs. Early access to. Anything that we do, if we can put it up early, it's going to go up early. Um, just so much fun stuff on there. Discord integrations to where we'll be doing special, you know, hangouts community with events. you guys, watch alongs, community events, various things like that. Um, we just really want to have a lot more fun with you. And this is going to allow us to do that. Um, and hopefully you will check it out. If, if you're listening to this on the day this episode drops, if you can hear this and you're not on Twitch right now, it's already up. There's a link in the description. You guys can go check it out. The Patreon will be live if you're listening. Pause this video if you want. Go listen. Go go see what's up there. Uh, and give us feedback. We're going to be constantly iterating, making sure that we refine the tiers for you guys. If there's stuff that you think 
you know, you would like us to add that we didn't think of, share that with us, please. Um, this is about us. It's about like all of us, the, the Comics Pals community. And so we hope you'll take this journey with us. And we're super excited. Stay tuned for the Comics Pals uh, NFT. That is. Uh, oh, boy. Uh, mm, mm, no? Stay tuned no. for the free screenshots of the NFTs I'll be taking <laughs> and selling them on the black oh, did market. We scrap, did we scrap that? Am I bad? Okay. We did. Yeah, we did. <laughs> uh, I should also point out that we're also going to prioritize listener picks for book clubs who are on the tier that that's associated with. So you guys will be able to, you know, vote on what you guys think that we should do for our future book club uh, and really influence our schedule. Beyond that, we're going to start doing, you know, like uh, video essays. So if you've ever watched Wisecrack, if you've ever watched like Game Theory, sort of uh, stuff like that, top fives, just things we're into. And you guys will be able to influence that kind of stuff as well. Um, so we've got a lot of really, really cool things uh, coming down the pike. Um, also available right now, if you're listening to this after the fact, is the Comics Pal store. We're going to be selling all kinds of things. In fact, we have some of that stuff on display. If you are watching this on video, Marco's holding up the uh, <laughs> the hoodie, the Comics Pals hoodie, the blue hoodie. Um, and Tyler has the Comics Pals. What would you call that? A mug? A, Not a mug. Cup. It's glass. where my pint I glass. keep my night night juice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and the cats go to sleep. Marco, can you put that link in the Twitch chat? Yes, I can. We got to get Murphy to buy some stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I'll let you know when his payday is. Wow. And if there are things, if you think there are things we should add to the store, let us know. If you can think of There's anything some weird cool things that... we can add to, add to there too. Like if you if you guys, Kefis, if you've ever wanted. I'm going to call Kefis out on this. If you ever wanted Comics Pals leggings. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, we got to put get those them. back. Those are off the store, guys. Well, we can add them if, if specifically Kefis requested. Yeah, <laughs> we, yeah. we would basically have to pay them to make those leggings. Yeah. That's how ridiculous it was. <laughs> See? I knew he'd want that. <laughs> Unreal. All right. Enough Bex, shilling. Bex says she wants them. So you better she, talk to her about that. She don't want them. Um, (laughs) enough shilling Mm -hmm. thank you guys for listening to that we want all the feedback about these announcements Uh, it really means a lot to us that you let us know what you're thinking Uh, and anything that you feel you can contribute to helping us take the next step getting out to more conventions buying better equipment just doing more anything you can contribute to supporting that endeavor we really appreciate so from the bottom of of, of our hearts we want to thank you and let's just do more of the show. Speaking of doing more of the show, uh, we've got some listener comments to get to. So, Tyler, take it away. Yes, yes, yes. All right. So, uh, Resty Mervin Ponyo uh, on the um, last week's episode about the WB Discovery merger. He said, uh, guys, why do I feel like you're being negative towards WBD? Uh, you don't have confidence in David Saslov. He is hands down. He is a hands-on owner with being a micromanager. Hmm. He allows his staff to shine. You are still not confident in him. Then why is Discovery successful in the long term? Do you think he will fix whatever is plaguing the DCEU and replace people who are competent and fit for the job? Um, do you mind if I speak on this first? Yeah. Stop simping for big organizations, buddy. That's unless this is <laughs> unless this is David Saslov himself, then great burner. Interesting name to choose. 
Um, but like, don't 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 simp for like a big company like that. Like, it's perfectly reasonable to question every single giant corporation. Um, and now that Discovery owns WB, it's even more giant. So um, it's okay to criticize uh, a business. Um, and we've got some more potentially more information about that merger coming on later in the show. So yeah, and we also didn't criticize Discovery. Yeah, yeah. We just. <laughs> This, this comment was so weird to me just because um, I feel like we were not really talking about them. We were just talking about businesses in general. I don't know anything about Discovery. I don't watch it. You know, I don't yep. I don't have Discovery Plus or whatever it is. Did you say I you just, hate Shark Week on the episode? Because that might have done it. No, no. Who but I never Shark watched Week? it. I don't care about it. Honestly, I think in terms of like the idea of what Discovery is in my mind, Discovery is great. Like that's a, that's a channel I remember where like I you know after school I just watch weird nature documentaries. Yeah. Sure, but I don't even I don't even know who David Saslov is. Why would I criticize him? Yeah, I, but I, does I, yeah? I was just say it. It also feels like we had taken it from like the comics angle end, less right. so from this larger you know WBD. What does it mean for DC? The DCEU. We touched on it, but the, the large focus was like, how does at the end of the day affect comics? Exactly. Um, and so, you know, I appreciate, you know, we absolutely appreciate the comment, but, and we, he and I went back and forth in the, uh, in the chat, but uh, yeah, yeah you, you, we were always really in the weeds on the YouTube uh, comments, Sean. Hey man, somebody's <laughs> got to respond to these people, you know, and we love to get comments. Speaking of which uh, our buddy, Dan Trudeau had a lot to say this week. Yeah, so uh, brother of Justin, Dan, said uh, DC and Marvel are facing the same challenges, but the short-term stakes are even higher for DC because Marvel is stronger overall brand right now. I realize after listening that DC has not had nearly the same number of iconic run storylines as Marvel in the last 20 years, especially in terms of what can be adapted into a movie or series. That's not to say they haven't done good stuff, but while it was a solid book, Strange Adventures isn't the sort of story that carries over well. Since the new 52, we've had the Court of Owls and John's Aquaman run that have been utilized. Is there anything else on the level of King's Vision, Aaron's Thor, Fractions, Hawkeye, etc. they could use? I thought this was a really uh, interesting perspective. Um, we did talk about the fact that uh, DC doesn't really go to their more modern stories for influence when it comes to the movies as much. And I guess Dan was piggybacking off of that idea. And when I thought about it, I, I, I kind of agree. Um, yeah, I kind of agree. I think it's not to say that Marvel's stories have been necessarily better overall. I would say that, but you know, I'm, I'm, you know, probably biased, but certainly in terms of what's been iconic, I really don't think there's even an argument. If you remove flashpoint and court of owls from the equation or include them or not, I just don't think there's an argument. I think especially for an adaptation that that becomes a bit more difficult because um what one part of the conversation we had had was that you know they've separated that need of content and so like even if we had something you know what are you going to do it on um and mm. i think because there's been a focus on removing yourself from some of that continuity where you can do your black label you we had young animals just a few years back um, you know, those stories live within their own universe and would feel like one-off stories if they were to be produced now or at any point, they would feel like they're non-canon. And I think that that's something that at the moment is something that they would want to avoid uh, if they're to adapt it because they want to have that cohesive universe. 
and this would be sort of antithetical to that. I also think with like DC, it's their 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 superheroes and villains are much more godlike characters and much more comic bookier, um, mm. which it doesn't lend itself to a adaptation to you know a live action movie or series as well as the world outside your window Marvel universe does. I feel I think it requires a lot more um, ground to be laid. Like Blackest Night could work as a fucking kick ass like event movie. But there's so much groundwork you need to have to establish that. Um, that's where I think it works. But hear me out. HBO Max miniseries of Heroes in Crisis. It could fix what's wrong with the event. That's I for think sure. it could. I think the concept <laughs> works. I think the execution was horrible. But I think that concept could work. Um, as some, I'm like, not adult even going to that. I, I knew that would hurt Sean. <laughs> I don't like it. He said, I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> I think... I wonder if part of the reason they haven't had um, very many sort of iconic runs in recent years because they keep resetting. You know, there have been so many reboots in the past 10 years. Um, You know, what nobody can get a foothold, you know, either way. Yeah, I, I agree with that a lot. Uh, I think when you look at, like, let's say Secret Wars, which I think is an iconic, uh, mm-hmm. it's it's probably overall the biggest event and best maybe that either publisher has put out in the time frame we're discussing. And it was years of Jonathan Hickman's story that he was allowed to tell. Uh, whereas if you compare that to like, let's say, let's say Jeff Johns, in the rebirth era, it doesn't feel like he was really like, and then I wouldn't say, I feel like doomsday clock was, was built to in a really amazing way. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, I, I would, in my brain, that's, uh, that stuff stopped sort of at infinite crisis. And then it was all just sort of building and building and building until flashpoint in the new 52. Yeah. Uh, great question, though. Yeah. Thank you. Next uh, up. And then the next one we have is... Da, 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 da. It lies in the noggin. Probably one of my favorite commenter names out there. Mm. Um, hello, my dudes. Uh, always great content. What's going on with the karaoke? Karaoke session can heal you. I'm here Let's for the go. karaoke. Got your back, Marco. Thank you. Somebody, Somebody with some common sense here. Karaoke is a good thing. This is like Ezra phobic. This comment, like, <laughs> what? Oh, the second part. I'm like, this is, no. Um, well, the first part so, as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, so uh, he said, uh, "I'm with you about Psycho Psycho Miller." I thought, uh, Psycho Miller. I thought the Flash movie was completely uh, was completely done and just ready to be released. How would they bring in Gus? It's a good idea, just don't know how. And good to have you. Flashpoint. Flashpoint, but the other way. So uh, I responded to this comment with the fact that, you know, these movies are so CG and they love to like put in an after credit scene that at this point, suiting up Grant Grant to appear in an after credit scene of the Flash film or a future film and just say, 
you know, I'm here, there's a crisis coming, we got to get ready or something like that would be really easy. Um, and there is um, um, a basis for that. Ezra went on the TV show. Right. So, Ooh, yeah, for that exact kind of after credits cameo sort of thing. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I was thinking about it and two books that I think could become of recent runs okay. that could become movies for DC far sector. Cause it's removed enough and we can introduce it. A lantern yeah. Yeah. and the Constantine, um, um, size barrier. Constantine needs to be an HBO max series. A hellblazer HBO max series would be perfect. And I think you can, you can easily pick individual stories from like all around hellblazer. Yeah. We just haven't had that much, but yeah, I was thinking Batgirl Burnside, but I forgot to say that. I think that would be a fun one too. That'd be great. Yeah, yeah I, I definitely think there are things you know that you can point to that they could do, and like he mentioned, you know, Strange Adventures is phenomenal, obviously. Um, but it's like these, you know, what are the what are the like big stories that people think about? Like, oh my god, that was so great. I think Burnside probably um, fits that mold. At least in terms of notoriety, I don't know about quality because I didn't read it, but people seem to stand by it. So, yeah. Um, Yeah. Thank you. It lies in the noggin. Always appreciate your comments. Uh, Then Snake of Talons on the Batman Black Mirror Book Club, which you guys should check out. It's some good stuff. Mm -hmm. It's a fun discussion. Uh, He said, great book club with awesome insights as usual. This was the first trade paperback I owned and my fiance got it for me as a gift. Um, That's awesome. I hope you kept it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's a, hope that's you a kept good. that. I guess, I guess fiance is a gender neutral term, right? I don't. I don't know French. It is. Well, I said her. I didn't want to assume. Sure. Because well, sure. one just it's, has an extra e. Yes, it's a snakes. Snakes marrying a, a woman. Yeah. Um, that's great. Here first, that's... guys. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about a flashpoint. <laughs> That's yeah, that's really cool. Glad you enjoyed the book club. I think that yeah, we'd love more people to check it out. Yeah, you know, we had a blast doing it. So yeah, Black Mirror Book Club is out now. Go give it a listen. Check that out. Thank you all for writing in. We appreciate it. But it's game time. It is game time. We are debuting a new game right now. <laughs> We're gonna be playing our own versions of Tony Khan, which is going over the heads of both uh Kale and Marco. Um, but we're going to be doing some booking. Sean, I figured I'd slide in for you there while you had a little. A little I game. love it. Yes. Uh, so Tony Khan, for those of you who don't know, runs the wrestling company AEW. Uh, so the game we are playing is called the comic booker game. And so a booker in wrestling is the person who puts together the matches, the storylines, all that jazz. That's their job. And this game in this game, We are going to assume that job in comics. And so for those of you who are not watching on YouTube or Twitch, Tyler has a wheel. And on this wheel is the name of many, many, many characters. And so what will happen is Tyler will spin the wheel. Well, we'll determine who's going to play first. Yeah. Tyler will spin the wheel. Then... I am going to roll a D6. I'm going to roll two D6. And that will determine the length of the story that you have to come up with. So 
Let's say, for example, Tyler spins the wheel and it lands on Dark Side and Howard the Duck. And I roll and I hit the number six. You have to book a six issue, the, the, the premise for a six issue series featuring Dark Side and Howard the Duck. And I'll give you two minutes to do it. And we're not talking about. I don't need beginning, middle, and end, Sean, because that's no, 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 be, no. Yeah. Just like what's your what's your logline, I guess, for it. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. This okay. is great uh, okay. homework for you, Cal. You're on for your uh, your master's course coming yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can learn what a logline is. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that's. <laughs> I thought that's what I thought that's how lumberjacks did coke, but mm. yeah, right. <laughs> so, I'm gonna say that for the first one, Marco will go first. How about Let's that? Let's go. All right. So let's let let's spin the wheel. Right, Marco, see, I'm gonna spin the wheel for you. I'm gonna channel your energy in here. Swamp Thing is on this this wheel though. So of course he is, bro. If I get it, that's it. Y'all are done. All right. So <laughs> you got. Wait, no wait. Oh, you just missed it. <laughs> what do you got? You got She-Hulk. So a She-Hulk okay. Okay, so and right. something green. Something green. Something you passed green. by Swamp Thing and Constantine, <laughs> so it was like right in your territory there. A She-Hulk and. Lockjaw comic. You know what? <laughs> I like this. I would that could read be this. really good. Yeah, that could be this. really fun. All right, so I'm gonna roll. I'm gonna roll. We'll see. We'll see what happens here. Oh, oh, oh. Okay, you got pants on. Good. Yes, I have pants. Let me show you. God. By the way, my X Men dice. Oh, is that from the those. Dice Masters game? No, this is from Hero Clicks. Oh. Yeah. yeah. These are Krakoan era dice, by the way. All right. I roll the seven. So Marco, book a. Seven issue series featuring She-Hulk and Lockjaw. You have two minutes starting now. Okay, Sean, okay. can I the, ask questions? Because you can, I'm yes, really yes. Lockjaw. Go ahead, go ahead. We'll, yeah, we'll act as your editorial team. Okay, got it, got it. Okay, for the right, approval. Right off the bat, right? Who is I'm Lockjaw? It's a dog. It's one of the inhuman dogs, and I, uh -huh. all I know, right? It has the one of like, them. One of them. Oh, I just was like, "There's more than inhuman dogs." It's oh, the inhuman dog. Okay. Inhuman dog. Okay. Pretty sure that's racist to say against inhumans. I, <laughs> uh, I don't know any She-Hulk villains, and that's what I'm stuck with right now. Mm -hmm. That's. Is, I'll give you a tip, Marco. She-Hulk does has like three or four specific villains. It's just otherwise like throwing whoever. I don't Marvel villain like you could just throw in anyone in there and it, it, it yeah. kind of works. Okay, gotcha. gotcha. Uh, and lock. Uh, are you gonna ask? Do you know Lockjaw's power set? I don't. Teleportation. Oh, I mean. Oh, okay. Then this is. I'm actually made it harder. Oh, <laughs> uh, no. makes it harder. Wait. I'll let me let me help. She Hulk was also a member of the Fantastic Four once. Okay. Okay. Yep. So, uh, there's a suit, right? And She Hulk is the the lawyer. And she gets custody. Lawsuit. She's deemed custody of Lockjaw because he's lost his ability to teleport and needs to go on a trip to find the Inhuman Kingdom. In the process, she goes through different territories around the world, becomes like an around the world book. And uh, in one of those instances, she has to pass through Liberia because that's someplace. Yes, because that is someplace where yep. Doctor Doom. Doom. Yep. Yep. There we go. <laughs> will be able to help point her in the right direction using some of his whatever magic powers, right? Okay. Um, turns on turns on 
She-Hulk because Lockjaw, actually, the reason he can't teleport is because he's got some sort of cosmic blockage that he's trying to drain energy from in order to become somewhat semi-cosmic powered. Okay. Okay. Uh, in the Amp. end, in the end, She-Hulk and Lockjaw team up to defeat Doctor Doom, find out where the kingdom is, and she returns, uh, she returns Lockjaw to the Inhumans, upon which they grant her... The time uh, is up. Damn. I was liking this. I was yeah. I, that was I, I like how I like how this is a uh, a what is it a buddy cop uh, globe trotting adventure. Yeah, but without <laughs> teleportation. Even though Lockjaw's thing is teleportation, it's like it's like right, it's a little, it's a little he fun. Can't, he can't. He's I know. Cosmic, I know. But you're you're still up. going around the world. He's co- he has cosmic ba- What did you say? Cosmic backup. Cosmic yeah. blockage. <laughs> I did too this morning, but the coffee helped. <laughs> Oh God! <laughs> <laughs> oh man! And Matt says my brother. Oh, Matt, no! <laughs> yeah, Matt's being harsh in the comments. It's Jeez. the first pitch. Give me. I gotta pass it through editorial. So that's so, but that's that's the key, right? Is would we would we buy this? So oh. it's a seven issue book in oh. which She Hulk teams up with Lockjaw. Lockjaw can't use his powers for whatever reason, and they fight Doctor Doom, magic, whatever. Are you buying this seven issue series? Come on, seven issues. I'm gonna. That's, say, that's a lot. Yeah. I'm. I. I got it. I'm buying the first issue, right? And then as soon as I learn that Lockjaw can't use his powers, I'm going <laughs> on pals pulls, and I'm saying pass. <laughs> Constant blockage. I, I might I might give it at least two issues for the cosmic blockage. I I really like the premise. I think I would buy it. I don't know if I would buy all seven, but I, I would I would buy the first issue. This seems like a good it's, I think it's um, interesting. A good YA graphic novel. It's in like the smaller format that comes out right when she all comes out. I just, oh, oh. Uh, uh, can't oh. iterate. Sorry, buddy. Damn. Late, Sorry, it's all over. <laughs> I'm. I'm very worried because I don't think mine is going to come out as good. Well, Kale, you're next up. You want to go next? (laughs) (laughs) Let's do it. All right, Kale, let's let's spin this wheel. What do you got? All right. So where is this landing? Uh, uh, uh. Give me something good. Oh, boy. Captain Carrot. Yes. Also, I like how beautiful. So the Stepford Cuckoos are on here, but uh, because it's so long, it just says the Stepford Cuck. Uh, so you almost you almost got cucked there, Kale, but yeah, uh, you, you're safe. So you got a Captain Carrot, and, and keep in mind this can be cross universe too. So you might yes. get a, a Marvel character. Um, okay, if it's the same thing, we're we're re-rolling. We're not doing another lockjaw one. How do no, you get no, lockjaw no, twice? no more lockjaw. Yeah. All right, what's it gonna be? Something good. Oh, oh. <laughs> it's Garfield. Oh, oh my God, Garfield! You have a Captain Carrot and Garfield. All right, I'm rolling the story to to tell. It's gonna be a four issue series. Oh, that's so easy. That's not bad. That's not bad. Four issues. Oh, I like this. This is gonna be really that's a good, good pairing too. That's a good pairing. Okay. Oh, already. So, in the '90s, there was a cartoon called Garfield and Friends. Mm-hmm. That's the world we're inhabiting. Okay. okay. In the show Garfield and Friends, there was a, a a B part to the show that was on a farm, 
Um, it followed a pig, you know, and various yes. other animals. Yep. I don't remember exactly what they were, but in this story, what I'm saying is that this is John Arbuckle's family. So he goes for, uh, say, Easter, easy Easter story. And Garfield is on the farm with the rest of the farm animals. Captain Carrot is on the, his, uh, his big multiverse trip uh, with uh, okay. uh, 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 the time Rex, the time guy. Uh, oh, oh, oh. Um, one minute. He's got the time bubble. They have to farm time carrots to fuel <laughs> the time bubble and also keep Garfield fed. Can I have a question? Can I ask a question? It's his son. And destroy Mondays all at the same time. <laughs> okay. That's all I got. <laughs> there's all right. There's multiversal time travel, so technically you might be able to destroy Mondays there. That might be uh -huh. a uh huh. Oh, I can see like Garfield exists. recognizes there's a time machine. He's like, yeah, I can finally wipe out Mondays. Is Garfield wipe the, out my nemesis Monday? Is Garfield the antagonist in this? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. <laughs> is it is it like Sunday Funnies kind of style? Um, Tyler, like, how could format? it not be? It's got to be right it's in that world. Yeah, that's true. If it's in that world, you got to do it that way. I like that. That's pretty fun. Uh, I really love Captain Carrot and Garfield can talk. So that's amazing. <laughs> um, I'm easily buying the first issue. I wouldn't even question that by. And I mean, if the if if it's well written, the premise is good. So if it's well written, I'm going to pull this. Yeah, I like this. I'm down for this. Oh, my God. Yeah. Maybe I'm better at this than I think I am. <laughs> That's what worries even, me. Even Matt, Matt says, I buy. You buy that? Wow. I buy. I love it. This feels like when they did the DC wow. um, and Barbera Matt crossovers. Says, Matt says, you guys have awful taste. That's harsh. Uh, it's coming from somebody with awful taste. So it's just different taste, <laughs> honestly. <laughs> yeah, I'd buy. Wow. Okay. All right, so it's my turn. Right? too generous. Chat, you guys buying? Matt's buying. Kefis is buying. All right, good. All right, I'm gonna. Uh, I guess I'll roll and see how yeah. bad Let's I do can it, do it, Tyler. Here. All right, what what do we got here? So it's going to be a uh, oh boy, Swamp wow. Thing story. <laughs> I can't believe it. Swamp Thing, and all right, this is this could get complicated. If I got in Swamp Thing, I would have just pulled my notebook from right here, started going through all my fanfic. Oh, oh it could have been a Moira McTaggart. Oh, oh, yes. Swamp Thing oh, and Calendar Man story. This is going to be good. Swamp Thing and Calendar okay. Man, and then it's going to be issues. a seven-issue story. Okay, That's a full right. arc. Yeah. And okay. you have two minutes. All right, so which version? I, I can use any version of Calendar Man, right? Whatever you want. Okay, all right, because there are two main versions, and there's a current. Okay, all right. Can I pitch? I'm the writer in this. I'm not pitching somebody else's story. I can't say, like, oh, this is a Grant Morrison joint. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right. I could say it's in the vein of. I think that's that's people have used that for pitches. Whatever you want, but you've used 30 seconds. All right, um, I, think I'm, I think I'm ready. I think I'm ready. So each issue of this will deal with the new holiday bringing us across the whole year. And it's the Tom King version of Calendar Man that gets reborn 
during each holiday. The problem is that it's 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 being born. He's being born in these different versions of. So there's a winter version. There's a fall version. There's a summer version. A spring version, and it's affecting the seasons now. Which Swamp Thing recognizes through his inherent uh, touch with the green, mm-hmm. um, and because of this, it, for some reason, each time uh, Counterman's reborn in each of the holidays, he gets a little stronger and stronger, and he's getting in, in touch with the actual uh, holidays or the uh, the idea of the holidays. You know, um, I don't. I'm not going to give him Jesus powers on, on Easter or Christmas though, but like he might have like ice powers and snow powers. And that's where the climax happens. It happens at the end of the year during Christmas. You know, it's a good Christmas ending. And I think ice and swamp thing is, is a, is a good, uh, 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 barrier to cross for swamp thing. But yeah, it's a, uh, that's swamp thing versus calendar, man. I don't know. I feel like there could be a good title here. A swamp thing for all seasons. There we go. A little play on. Tompkins. <laughs> All right, so that's, you, that's you, my story. I'm that's good. it. All right, I'm good. Yeah. Uh, so as soon as you started to get into the premise, I was like, okay, this is literally the only premise. Yeah. And you found it. <laughs> so congrats. That was perfect. Yeah. I don't think there's any other any other way to go with that one. <laughs> uh, I would easily buy the first issue, and I think like I'm pretty sure that it would have a, a real emotional core somehow. Yeah. And it'd be this really deep look at a whole bunch of different things so it'd We're probably be really good Calendar so man's origin as a child he All got right, see. he got beat every day of his life <laughs> and you just see the shadow of him getting beaten as a kid overlaying on one of those wall calendars and like just page after page and it's all oh it, all, the, all the beatings are holiday themed <laughs> oh yep. my god yep. <laughs> That's he has absurd. to he has to kneel on cracked eggshells on Easter. Yeah, yeah. He gets yeah, crucified wow. on Easter too. As a... <laughs> uh, so all right, I'll, be, I'll, I'll do one on Friday. Oh, you want to do one? All right, cool. Yeah, let's yeah, do it. Nice. Yeah, yeah, might as well. Uh, Wallace spins. Did you know there's an unpublished Swamp Thing story where he is the actual cross upon which Jesus was nailed? Oh my Sorry. gosh! I wonder why that wasn't published. All right, Sean, you got Brother Voodoo. Ooh, okay. Ooh. I like all that. Right. Brother all right. Voodoo. Rip Hunter a... is the character I was trying to think of. Oh boy! Whoa! Ooh, that one's oh, got easy. Okay. You almost got Wong. Okay. You almost got Wong, and I was like, "That's just the Brother Voodoo story." So well, I got Fang Foom. I got Batman, great. but it's it's Dick Grayson. It's Dick Grayson. Woof! Oh boy! All right. Uh, this is gonna be really weird. I think you got um, the hardest one. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. All right. Uh. Okay, so I'm starting my time. So, oh yeah, that's right. Whoops, forgot that part. Trying to cheat ass his own turn. Uh, I got a nine, so I got a I got a book a nine. Oh my god, you got yeah, you got the other play. (laughs) (laughs) You have officially a longer uh, Dick Grayson Batman run than I think Grant Morrison had. (laughs) 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 All right, well, uh, we're gonna do it starting now. All right. So a dimensional portal has opened up that links the Marvel and DC universes. Uh, Brother Voodoo is the first on the scene as he is the Sorcerer Supreme. He crosses into the portal. It locks behind him, putting him in the DC universe. What he doesn't know is that at the same time, this created a connection between the hells of 
DC and Marvel. And so Dormammu now has access to the DC universe. Batman is the first superhero in the DC universe who comes on the scene and meets Brother Voodoo. And at first, obviously, he thinks he's going to be bad because he just came through a portal. Uh, but they converse. They do that that hero thing. They converse and realize that he's not the threat. Uh, so Dormammu starts raining hell demons onto uh, them. And Jericho Drum has to use his powers to stop this. Dick tries to connect with the Justice League, but it turns out that they've actually been trapped in whatever their space thing is by uh, who's that? Who's Raven's father? Uh, Trigon. Trigon, thank you. So now Trigon and Dormammu have formed a bond. That's not good. Okay. All right. And Jericho Drum has to actually gift Dick Grayson some of his powers to team up and fight both of these villains. Uh, Where where else can I go? Um, uh, Damn, I don't have an end. Fuck. I mean, that's That's all I got. That's all I got. Yeah, that's all I got. I think you sold me on Trigon and Dormammu, even like those weren't the characters on here. But like, I was like, oh, that I can do. Yeah, you had me at Trigon. You lost me at he gives Dick his his magical powers. Fair enough. Because Dick has beaten Trigon without his magical powers before, so I don't. Oh, I didn't Dormammu. Know that. Oh, do they fuse? I've, never, I've actually never seen Trigon in a comic book. Is there a a, a Dormammu Trigon fusion? <laughs> there has to be, of okay, course. Okay, that makes yeah, sense. And then um, <laughs> Murphy comes says, out. Murphy says, "There's no way this is getting nine issues." <laughs> this does Maybe sound not. like a DC Round Robin book, though. Yeah, it kind of does. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, this was yeah. We're pitching. All right. right. Well, pull or pass. What are we doing? Or trade weight? I, I'm gonna. I'm, I'll pull this one. I'll, I'll pull the first two issues to see where it goes. I like. Trigon and Dormammu crossing over. That's cool. I would first um, be surprised that, oh, uh, Marvel and DC are doing a crossover again. I have to get it. Um, But, uh, yeah, I mean, it's Brother Voodoo. I can't not pick up a Brother Voodoo book. It's one of my favorite characters, so. Uh, I definitely can't. Pass. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh, Well, no, no, Matt, I've never read uh, New Teen Titans. Guy doesn't know who Wildcat is. You think he's ever read the New Teen Titans? I mean, DC's just not my not, not my bag, man. Uh, so I've, I, I love DC, but old the older DC stuff I just never read. Uh, okay, so that's the game. That's the comic booker game. That's good. That was fun. Awesome. Glad you liked it. Let us know in the chat what you guys think about it. Write in. Get us all the different ways you can get us. Join our Discord server. Jack Uriah joined our Discord server, which is awesome. Thank you for doing that. Uh, you guys can do the same by clicking a link we always have in the description of literally any episode you click on. There will be a link to the Discord. They work in perpetuity. So you just click that, come hang out with us, and let us know your thoughts about the game. Man, uh, and I- in, in the future, I'm probably going to add like modifiers, like they have to fight. They can't team up. Oh, it's okay. you know, like just that. different yeah. things like that. Maybe, yeah, maybe instead of the, the issue length or whatever, maybe that could be the dice roll. You know, if you, you yeah. come you 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 come with the pitch and then it's you know the issue length is sort of immaterial, but the modifiers are what the dice roll is. Make yeah. one of the modifiers a civil war tie-in. 
Yes. <laughs> That's good. Oh, dude, we got to play this again soon because I'm going to go uh, nuts writing. I was hoping somebody would land on NFL Super Pro that I threw on there. <laughs> what? You don't know famous Marvel character NFL Super Pro? Stop. What? That's a Did, was that a Jack Kirby? No, yes. it was. It, was it a Kirby creation? It might have been. He did a. He did a um uh, an an NFL comic back in the day for sure. I don't know if it was from Marvel. No, it's uh, thanks, thanks, Bex for Fabian Nicisa and artist Joe Jose Delbo. There we go. It's thanks, Beck, for the uh, tier one sub to Jack Ari. I really appreciate that. Let's jump into the news. Let's jump into the news. We've got we've got some things to talk about. Last week, we closed the show by talking about the Warner Discovery merger and what it would mean for DC Comics specifically. That's really what our angle was. Uh, this week, we've learned a little bit about what it could mean for DC Entertainment, which you know is everything DC. That's the movies, that's the comics, that's the video games, the TV shows, everything. Um, so this report is coming from Variety, uh, and they say that multiple sources are telling them that, uh, David Zaslav, who we mentioned earlier, uh, <laughs> who is the, uh, CEO of Warner Discovery met with some of the top executives at Warner Media and Discovery specifically to talk about DC, uh, because they want to kind of, uh, bring everything under one umbrella and align everything, kind of how Marvel has done it, where now there's full integration between, you know, the games, the TV shows, the movies, the comics, and the, the you know, it's everything. That isn't to say that they're all in one universe or that they reference each other or anything like that, just that they're synergistic. So, for example, it's no big shock that there's a game coming out based on uh ghost rider blade what's their team midnight suns thank you there's a midnight suns game coming out around the same time that characters like blades getting his own movie uh moon knight has his own show i don't even know if he's on that team but he makes sense for it ghost rider's been in a lot of conversations so just that that's what i'm talking about um so dc uh they want to do that more for dc and then they also want to find a figurehead for DC comic, DC comics and DC overall. Basically they're looking for a Kevin fight. Um, in addition to that, they specifically reference the fact that Warner discovery feels like characters like Superman have been left to languish quote unquote. Um, and that he needs to be revitalized. Um, also, that they love what's been done with characters like Joker and that there should be more of that, that what they've done with Joker, Suicide Squad, how they've managed to turn those characters and those brands into something special uh, is, you know, is what they want to be emulating. All of that is like exactly what we talked about. Mm -hmm. That's the best thing they could have said. That guy must have listened to our show. I told you he, he was probably, on a burner. That was him. That was him. Yeah. That really was him in the comments. That was his burner. It 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 strikes a bit of confidence, which is odd to say about the DCU. And um, I mean, I, I think the approach for something like Joker makes a lot of sense. 
uh, I think when we even reviewed it initially, we made comparisons to being able to take a sort of auteur direction with it, something like a Logan, where again it's super like massive popularity, um, and executed really well. And for them to say stuff about Superman, I think the idea of bringing hope probably makes sense and would resonate a lot especially coming out of a pandemic i think there's a lot you can sort of say there with um with superman that allows you to be able to uh, just play with those ideas um and you know you have a lot of strong writers in the stable right now um tom another tom taylor does a superman story tom king or even um philip Kennedy johnson right now right I, i think there's stuff you can draw on where these people are providing these more hopeful outlooks, maybe less so Tom King, but um, just outlooks with these superhero characters. And it looks like, it sounds like good stuff. I, I want to wait the time to see it, but this is enough to be like, okay, I'm paying attention. Mm. Yeah, I, I love this. Um, I really, really hope they follow through. And I, I guess like, I do want them to do a shared universe for sure. I really, really do. Um, But I hope that they take a very different approach. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't think that a shared universe has to look like the Marvel universe. I think that Mm -hmm. it can be done differently. I just think it has to be done by people who know what they're doing. Um, I think hopefully they find those people with like a DC universe though. You can do a shared multiverse instead. Like, the Pattinson thing could live on its own, be its own Batman universe. And then you can have, you know, Shazam doing his own thing. We're, we're like Aquaman crosses into that. But then if you want to do like a crisis level event and have those multiverses collide, people understand the multiverse now. It is a mainstream idea. Um, so if you break those barriers down for a big event, people will go fucking crazy for it, I think. And it could lead to like some really interesting storytelling points. Like almost like the the book we just, like the, the Captain Carrot book that Kale just pitched. You know, like, mm. where, what if Pattinson's Batman was in, I don't know, uh, I guess the Joker one kind of lines up too nicely, but if it was in, I don't know, like, the Aquaman world or something, or, or like, the Suicide Squad thing, where everything's a little goofier, and then throw uh, Shazam in the Joker universe, like, just for, like, little bits and, and, and beats like that, I think that shared multiverse can be a thing. Um, I and think it, it'd be uh, a, a good approach to be able to... Th- sort of salvage what's already there yeah exactly yeah Just yeah stuff new on well you know what you know who's taking this as a sign that their time has come again snyder bros i bet mm. <laughs> come on are you serious i'm dead serious uh God, hashtag restore now. the Snyderverse was trending <laughs> loudly once again because uh they are demanding mm. that in this new regime, they reinstate the Snyderverse following Justice uh, Zack Snyder's Justice League. Yo, let Ben Affleck chill. <laughs> Dude, he is chilling. He's got Jennifer Lopez. They just bought like a you know $150 million house or whatever. Dude, come on. He's gonna have to he's gonna have to put the bat suit on just to pay for that. Uh, I guess so, yeah. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Bring it back. Bring it back. <laughs> Yo, it's not the, gonna happen the um i wonder if they can even do like the watchman stuff into this add that into the multiverse okay jeff johns hold on wait hold, 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 on, a second, hold on a second hear me out hear i don't me think out. that's the snyder verse they were talking about <laughs> what, what, what? The pit, 
The pitch portion <laughs> of the show is over, Marco. <laughs> I'm saying that. My man was about to say, what if? <laughs> no, no, what if? <laughs> it's there. They got it. They can do it. Mm-hmm. I well, mean, you if, know it le- if it leaves some more blue dong on the screen, then, you know, restore the dong burst. That's what I have to say. <laughs> you got bat dong connecting that tissue. <laughs> wow. That's that's awful. Uh, speaking of dongs, we saw Bruce Wayne's dong in a comic once. Let's talk about I, that. I have it. I have it. I can bring that. In I have it, too. I have it. Um, it's worth, it's was, worth it. That was a hell of a transition. <laughs> <laughs> I had another one, but it got st- stepped on, so I had to do something mm-hmm. else. Um, so all week long, there was speculation about a new Rom V book that we were going to be getting. Um, and first, we didn't know what it was. Then we knew it would be Batman related. At some point, they had me thinking it was going to be a Dark Knight comic book, like the, the, dark, the Christopher Nolan Dark Knight series, a comic based on that. Uh, because of the logo that they used, it looked very, very similar. Um, okay. But as it turns out, that is not the case. It's actually Rom V and Raphael Albuquerque on Detective Comics coming in July. That's huge. Yeah. My man Rom V is up there. This is this is the big book that you get. Like not not mainline, but this is as close to the next best thing. Hey, I mean, he was this, my pick. Yeah. Fair enough. This is I mean, this is where Tinian was while Snyder was on Batman. Like yeah. Detective's a kingmaker. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Guys, this is this is where Snyder was. Where do you guys think is it Detective or Batman that is the higher profile book? I think Batman by a Batman. smidge. Batman, yeah. yeah, for sure. Yeah. Batman. Yeah. Detective I, Comics is like the the world around it, I feel like always. It's turned into like the Bat Team book, I think, too. Yeah. Batman is definitely the bigger book, but I think they send whoever they want to work on Batman next or whoever they want to like test run, they put them on Detective. Form them up. So, yeah. This is is a big deal. We already know the premise, too. Uh, DC has put out a description of the first story arc, and it says, something is terribly wrong with Batman. No matter the test Bruce takes nor the numbers he counts. The greatest detective in the world can't pin down the source of this creeping dread of his own inner demons and a looming mortality. They describe it as a gothic story uh, with a terrifying mystery that uh, will involve music. The draw of Batman as a character and that of the world around him has always been this blanket of tragedy. Yeah, some somehow music is involved in this. Um there's some unknown musical source that's causing the demons of goth the demon actual demons to be walking the streets of Gotham City. It's called Gotham Nocturne. Um and uh yeah, that's all we know so far. Yo, about the he, first arc. Is he bringing music in the music meister? meister? Oh, we said at the same time. <laughs> I'm not sure. There is a cover. Uh there's well Tyler has one up, but there's another one that shows some kind of creature in the background. So maybe you guys would know if that is Music Meister. I've never heard of that person no. before. So it's a no. Batman Brave and the Bold a, character. Yeah, he's he's oh, okay. Neil Patrick Harris. Oh, yeah. all right. No way, Which, that's awesome. Oh, yeah. Sean, you have to watch that episode. It is one of my favorite episodes of TV. It's a musical yep. Batman episode with Black Canary and Batman teaming up. Yeah. That sounds pretty fun. Uh, and Aquaman sings in it too, and it's great. Yeah. The, um. Yeah. This is a premise. Um. Ram is 
notorious for including music in his comics. Mm-hmm. Um, Blue and Green from Image Comics re- most recently, and then um, Radio Apocalypse, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. And so with that, I have utter faith that this is something that he really wants to talk about. And uh, him using, let's say, uh, we have an example of him using a character as a backdrop for some idea he wants to share. The, the Swamp Thing is being sort of that prime example. And if he's going to do that, one, with music, and then with Batman, I'm absolutely in. Plus, it's uh, these this sort of like operatic, gothic horror, sold. Easy sell. It's also worth noting that uh, Dave Stewart will be on Colors, and uh, the second arc will feature Ivan Reese. So Real good. And the backups. Is this, is this just going to be just Batman by way of Amadeus? Because that could kind of work. I fuck with that. That could be cool. Yeah, that could be cool. Um, and just to shout out the backups on on these, Jasper is going to be writing with Danny. Mm. Real good. That that's almost a draw in and of itself. Spurrier, Danny Gotham book, or we don't know if it's Batman specific, but it is in the Gotham verse. Um, did they say who was going to be part of that? It's supposed to be uh, Jim Gordon is going to be doing that. He's as a private investigator Ooh, for his yes, cases as they weave into the investigation by Batman. Mm. Yes. Uh, yeah. I'm ready Absolutely for that. Cool. Yeah. I'm in for sure. Uh, what I'm not in on are NFTs. Mm, well, NFTs notes. <laughs> <laughs> not fucking taking it. Uh, <laughs> So this was this was probably the comic story this week that had me just saying what the fuck. <laughs> like no, no, it's NFT, not WTF. Yeah, not WTF. Yeah, no. got my acronyms messed up. Um, so Archie Comics, that's got to be like one of the oldest American comics, right? Like consistently published. Pretty close. Yeah. Yeah. It's close. Um, pure Americana. Yeah. Uh, I mean, they've they've done really well at revitalizing the brand Riverdale. I know it was a hit. I don't know if it still is, but um, uh, do you want to hear the state of Riverdale just quickly? Yeah, please do. Yes, yes. they're introducing time travel into the show this season. Nice. <laughs> Yo, let's go. <laughs> so, what? Uh, Wait, were they playing comic Booker? Like, how did that happen? Oh, <laughs> you got me, Sean. Man. Riverdale is bonkers. Uh, I don't yeah. watch, but I like to know what's happening. Uh-huh, At one point, same. they uh, flash forward to the future, and then uh, Archie joined a war. Or, or no, he right. was in prison. He joined the army. He joined an army, and he was in prison, and he started a fight club, and there was a demon. And then Sabrina's yep. back, but it's Sabrina from the Netflix show. It's, yep. it's weird. Yeah, Archie Archie goes to fight in the war, but the war <laughs> is World War One. But everybody else is Bad. in the present. Yeah. <laughs> and he comes wow. back like he's fought in a war. That's that's actually really cool, but it's also really weird. <laughs> like that, Honestly, that doesn't Sean, sound like it belongs in that. But I think yeah, you would love Riverdale. Riverdale. <laughs> you you like Dawson's Creek and you like Buffy. I think you would really like Riverdale because it's just oh. hokey stuff, shit like that. Just you might be right. Just the first like two three seasons, because uh, like after that it gets it goes off the wall. Mm. Uh, not in our in our episode, but um, uh, Katie Appa just got cast in the Wonder Twins movie. Uh-huh. So wild news! More comic book stuff for him. Huh. This, well, yeah, I was gonna say this news, the this Archie NFT news <sighs> makes complete sense because Archie is the last bastion of uh anything culturally relevant. So mm-hmm. 
now when this fails with Archie, NFTs can go off in a corner and die. I sure hope so. So here's the situation. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Here's the press release. For over 80 years, Archie Comics has shaped youth culture and fan communities. Now generations of <laughs> Archie stories, even that, just that premise. Right. <laughs> are creating the foundation for a new chapter, one that's co-created by fans. Mm-hmm. Uh, so basically, the idea is that you will pay $66.66 each, which I suppose is tying into Sabrina, uh, the chilling adventures of Sabrina. Um, oh, that makes sense. Yeah, afterlife stuff. Uh, you will then get an NXT or an N- <laughs> we are NFT. <laughs> you will get an NFT. Uh, there are 66,666 characters and 3 billion outcomes. Um, and basically then after that, it gives you access to the blockchain where you, the, the person who paid $66 and 66 cents can now help them tell stories you can write you can draw whatever you can do you can put stories onto this blockchain for archie comics how quickly does it turn into slash vic um i mean that's all it is now yeah i mean i guess that's archie comics yeah yeah so it says Archieverse Eclipse collectors will be able to create and submit new storylines for their characters with the opportunity to see their work become canon. The creators of selected submissions will be granted story credits and more from future comics integration. So basically, they're charging you to tell stories within the Archieverse. And if your story becomes canon, meaning that they will most likely make money off of it, you will get a story credit. Nice. So, I always wanted to see my name in a book. Uh, this is like, you know how like you never never work for free? This is the yeah. next step in capitalism. <laughs> <Yep>. Pay to, <laughs> to work. To work. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, for, first of all, this is not even an NFT, right? This is just a coin. This is an NFT doesn't have 66,000 variations and won't have uh, the potential for 3 billion outcomes. They can. Point at that point. No, they they can just use like I'm sure like this flaming book can be a different color and all that kind of stuff. Um, it's just layered images on top of a main image that then, yeah, I just Archie is like the Internet Explorer of of comic book publishers. It's just everything runs on a delay, pretty much. Like Like, just hire creators. That means you have to pay them. So this could easily be a segment of good idea, bad idea from <laughs> Animaniacs or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because right now we're talking about the bad idea. And then in a moment, we're going to be talking about the good idea. This is one of this is one of the worst ideas that I've ever heard. And that's harsh. But comic book fans so far don't seem to really love that NFT thing. They don't like it. Uh, I have um, other than Marco, I haven't heard anybody like, yes, NFTs. Um, so (laughs) off rip bad. but then when you add on the fact that now, not only are we dealt 
not only is Archie saying, hey, we're delving into NFT, we're also delving into conscripting fans to tell our stories for us. We're getting paid for it. We're not even paying you. Imagine you're the sucker, I mean, fan, who pays $66.66. Like that, like the flavor of it makes it better. No, bitch, it makes it worse. <laughs> hey, hey, guys, hey, guys, with the Patreon money, you can help the Comics Pals purchase a Archie NFT. That's how we're going to get, that's how we're going to launch Kale's career. We're going to fund Kale yep. to tell stories in the Archieverse, and he's going to get his credit in these uh, books, maybe. Finally, I'm going to get to move to Riverdale, just like I've always dreamed, which will be a direct shot to Nickelodeon and the Power Rangers. Unreal. The American dream. The Although the, the train wreck that could be crypto bro uh, comic book writing kind of appealing from like, a, oh, I kind of want to see what this fucking sounds like. Uh, point of view. <laughs> I mean, Riverdale can't get worse. <laughs> just wait. goes up. The, so yeah, uh, the funny part is that this is not coming out until May sixteenth to coincide with the Blood Moon, but they announced it during. Is it? Is that real? Yeah, 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 yeah. and th- th- that's why they did it. It's all within like the horror Archie universe. Yeah, yeah. Um, but they announced it during essentially like uh, Easter, which I thought was pretty funny. Nice, nice. That's when they decided to make this announcement about Satan and. Uh, the numbers of the devil. So they're putting out this whole NFT thing instead of continuing Afterlife with Archie. So waiting on my right. next issue. What the fuck is that? I love how Marco's trying to find the silver lining in this piece of shit announcement. <laughs> He's trying to find the pagan <laughs> silver lining. <laughs> this is rough. Like, they, there's no more credibility. No, no more. I will say it's interesting that they're going to maintain the writing on the blockchain. Not that it's good, that it's going to be good or bad or whatever. Just that it'll it's be bad. interesting. It's an interesting approach to be able to leverage the actual blockchain technology, which I appreciate. Okay, so what will that mean? I mean, beyond it just being housed there, nothing. But it's an interesting way to <laughs> use it. Rather than just using it as a ledger or being able to record transactions, you can have actual content within the blockchain which is different how because you're not just recording like encrypted transactions you're not just saying this person paid this person you're saying oh my eyes are i'm glazing over already (laughs) okay i just got an an alert guys though um archie uh archie comics just announced uh archie meets elon musk also coming out next month (laughs) nice Um, archie uh, veronica buys twitter (laughs) oh my god all right. Well, that was the bad idea. Good idea. Hire creators, hey. which is what I, IDW is doing. IDW is, is doing the exact opposite of what, of what Archie Comics is doing. Archie Comics is stealing your money for you to write for them on the blockchain. IDW is paying top tier creators and new creators, by the way, to work in physical and digital, to be fair, comics. Beautiful. That's what we're talking about on our main topic. Big names, Scott Snyder, G. Willow Wilson, and more are going to be telling exclusive stories in IDW. I don't know if that's something I ever thought I would say, but we're here. Twitch fam, we'll be back in five. 
Uh, everybody else, stay tuned. Thank you. And uh, we'll be back in a minute. All right. We are back. Uh, thank you guys for waiting. Really appreciate you. If you're still with us, if you're watching on Twitch and you haven't followed, please do follow. If you would consider subscribing, you can use your Twitch Prime, Amazon Prime subscription. You can throw that our way. We make money off it. It costs you absolutely nothing. Always appreciate that. You want to give someone a sub, sub yourself. Anything you guys want to do is super appreciated. If you're on YouTube, like the video. If you're still here, you're probably enjoying it. So like the video, share it with your friends, subscribe to our channel. All those things are free to do. They help us out a lot more than they cost you. Let us know what you thought about the game. Leave us a comment in the comment section. And uh, yeah, let us know what you thought about that. Hey, freaking Shenron's here. Everybody make a wish. Hey, uh, what's up, Shenron? Bring back Chiaotzu. <laughs> so, did they ever wait, waste a wish on that? No, it was like Krillin no. to waste wishes on. Wow, come on, Kurin. Yes. Um, all right. So IDW. IDW, I would say, what would, what would you say, Marco? Like maybe fifth down? Six? Fifth or sixth. Yeah, <laughs> Jesus. <about. laughs> yeah. 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 Somewhere in there. What do you what do you what do you put above IDW? It's a Marvel DC image. Marvel three. DC image. Uh home and yeah, Dark Horse. Easy. Yeah. Man, Archie, no love. Archie's small, bro. They they only have I his, guess so, yeah. literally just have Archie and the Sonic comics. Which I thought IDW they, also has Sonic yeah, comics. Yeah, IDW has that. That's what happened. Um, so this is a this is a power play. This is this is like this feels to me like a more official version of what Boom has been doing. So let's let's get into the announcement first. So. IDW has announced the IDW Originals Initiative, which is basically just their play for big, you know, epic genre stories uh, across various genres like supernatural, science fiction, fantasy, just all all manner of different kinds of things. Um, spearheaded by Mark Doyle, mm. which is a big deal. Mark Doyle is the former is a former editor at DC. That's Particularly, right. he was the guy behind Batman. I believe that he That's was right. an editor during Snyder's run. Yep. Which my like mini head theory is that Mark Doyle's presence at IDW is the reason that Scott Snyder is doing this. That's my theory. That makes a lot of sense. And also, Snyder seems to be taking every single job offered to him like he's like putting out the most input i've ever seen him put out <laughs> everywhere part, part of it's probably to make up for the losses from comiXology <laughs> Damn. yeah i work for idw uh archie yeah i'll pay 66 dollars yeah, 66 cents. <laughs> what? no problem scott tober flopped <laughs> oh man uh do a comic with rob liefeld yes i hate feet too um <laughs> <laughs> we know that's not true for you, Sean. I know you're talking in Scott's voice, but hey, what I've never, <laughs> I've never confirmed or denied any kind of interest in feet at all. Okay, all right, fine, fair. I'll write that. I'll put that on the the wildcat list. All right. Mm. all right. So Mark Doyle said a year ago we gave ourselves a mission to make IDW the destination for premier talent and rising stars. This is an unprecedented moment in IDW's history 
And there's been a tremendous team effort from our creative and editorial teams and everyone at the company to develop a stellar slate of original stories. And we're having a blast doing it. Now, they did put out like a little trailer, I guess, um, which shows some of the the hits that they've had over the years, like uh, 30 Days of Night, Lock and Key, and then other books. (laughs) Whoa, hey, Kanto? Kanto's good, bro. I hear Kanto's good, yeah. I, I, I like Kanto a lot. It's pretty... Nice. Nice. And Winona Earp made it to sci-fi, so I don't know. That's true. You know, that's true. That's fair. know where hey, you get off. You're right, dude. I'm just a lowly uh, podcast host. So, um, so, but this is now their 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 opportunity. They feel to put out books that are of the quality and of the notoriety of the aforementioned titles. So, this is what they're working with. And all of these will be coming out between now and it appears to be now between now and like 2023. Um, But these are the first nine books that we're going to be getting. Um, So first up is Dark Spaces Wildfire. This is the Scott Snyder book. Uh, It is billed as a thriller by Scott Snyder with art by Hayden Sherman. Uh, and it's described as following a group of female inmate firefighters whoa, deep into the smoldering California hills where their desperate heist of a burning mansion will lead them to the score of a lifetime or a deadly trap. Hmm. Okay. Interesting. Never heard of this artist. But got good stuff yeah. looking at uh, on Twitter. Yeah. Good. Imagine getting a, a Scott Snyder book. Like people don't really recognize your name, then you get a Scott Snyder book. Oof. Oof. Good yeah, stuff. That's My fantastic. Man's about to blow up. Yeah. Um. It's 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 an interesting premise. I mean, Scott. I feel like Scott is really good at, you know, coming up with this is the hook. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Whether you like what comes after that or not, I think that's one of his talents. I like the the subtle commentary baked within it too, like the, the, the female inmate uh, firefighters in California. Like that was a huge deal last year, year before. Last few years. More going forward too. Yeah. <laughs> well, sure. Um, I think that, yeah, that could be really interesting. Good, good place for like rife with tension, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So it's worth pointing out, that there will absolutely be names on this list that you will not know. Uh, there are people on this list, like we just, we didn't know Hayden Sherman. Um, not all of that will be because the person is like brand new to comics. Some of it will just be because they're like, maybe like lower mid tier and we just, we, they're not on our radar yet. But some of these people are actually like very new. Um so it's really cool that they're doing this. This is um I I like to some degree it's what I kind of wish um Substack had done. Mm. I understand why they didn't. It's a different thing. I get it, but I would have been a lot happier with the Substack announcements if you did have a Scott book. Maybe one of them is a new artist um who's talented but just hasn't had their shot, you know, um stuff like that. But anyway, I digress. Uh, true cult. Is that how you guys would say this? Yeah. Yeah. I think so, yeah. 
All right, because there's V's replacing the U's. Uh, True Cult, a five-issue miniseries written by Scott Brian Wilson with art by Liana Congas. Uh, Liana is definitely one of those names that's like low tier, but she's working, or, or it might be they. I'm sorry, I'm not. I don't know. Um, either way, Liana's working their way up the ranks, and this is a huge opportunity. Huge, huge opportunity. So this is uh, described as uh, introduces Marty Tarantella, a down-on-his-luck loser whose last-ditch last scheme to escape a lifetime of fast food service sets him on a collision course with a cult of violent, devil-worshipping lunatics. This looks like fun. All right. I, I really like Leona Congress's art. Um, so this... This I think out of all of them, this is the one where I was like, yeah, I'm I'm kind of really interested in this one. Hmm. Real cool. Uh, yeah, this one didn't do it for me. Really? Okay. This feels like uh, Clerks meets uh, like if if the guys from Clerks read the Necronomicon. Like this is what I'm I'm feeling. <laughs> clerks Clerks meets Evil Dead. That's yeah. funny. That would yeah. actually fit. You booking? I book I'm, that. Yeah. I got a big announcement okay. to make about a uh, true cult, you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Scott! Scott Brand Wilson is uh, doing Pennyworth at the moment. Mm. Okay. The show. Okay. Uh, the comic. Oh. So up next we have Crashing, a five-issue miniseries. It's written by Matthew Klein with art by Morgan Beam. Uh, described as throws open the doors of an emergency room filled with casualties of a superhuman war where Rose Osler, a doctor on her own path of addiction and recovery, faces the most dangerous day of her medical career. This is right up my alley. Mm. This is cool. And Morgan Beam, um, real good artist. Uh, she did the uh, Swamp Thing, uh, Twin Branches with Maggie Steifarder, um, some like German writer. And then it's a YA book. But she also has done a Webtoons with... Ryan Katie, I believe. Um, she's a real good artist. A lot of stuff in watercolor. And that's my jam. So uh, this is a, a buy for me for her and for the premise. The premise sounds like something from Astro City. Mm, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm, yeah. I can yeah. see that living there. I'm into that, yeah. Next, we have Earth Divers, an ongoing series written by Stephen Graham Jones with art by David Gianfelice. It unites four indigenous survivors in an apocalyptic near future as they embark on a bloody one-way mission to save the world by traveling back in time to kill Christopher Columbus <laughs> and prevent the creation of America. Whoa. Nice. That's cool. Well, as a, someone who hates America... I love this. <laughs> <laughs> mm, I don't know. <laughs> I like. Uh, oh wait, because this is—is this too close to pirates for you, Sean? Is that why? Part of it. Um, I also <laughs> think like, oh yeah, you're gonna go back in time and kill Christopher Columbus. Okay, yeah. Great. <laughs> Why do you like? I've never heard that premise before, so I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> it's not. It's it's like it's like. Uh, I wouldn't. I wouldn't necessarily care for a story that said, "Yeah, we're we're gonna go back in time and kill Hitler." Like it's mm. it's easy. It's like okay, yeah, wow, yeah, we'd all do I, that. 
Oh, easy. <laughs> it's, oh, yeah. Well, in the sense of like, if you if if someone said to you, "Would you go back in time and kill Hitler?" Most people are going to say, "Yeah, of course." I hate. I him. wouldn't. Okay, it's butterfly effect. I, the 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 thought process is there. I get it. I get it. But I don't know. I don't want to know what happens. Yeah, I think the the interesting part of the premise here doesn't seem to be in the in the solicit like the interesting part to me at least is okay so what happens when they kill columbus right sure if it's just about them killing columbus like big deal he was dumb he couldn't even find (laughs) fucking india or whatever like i don't care what he he can't he can die I also don't I don't see how this would be hard to do. Like if you have the ability to go back in time, you can probably kill Christopher Columbus extremely easily. We don't know. What if they don't have the sneeze on weaponry him. or all that sneeze on? What if he's like mad brolic? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that means. He's big and strong. Is? No. No. Just saying. Is that a New York right. thing too? Uh yeah, I would say so. Up next, we have Dead Seas, a six-issue mini written by Kevin Scott with art by Nick Brokenshire. That's a cool last name. I wonder if it's real. Transforms a cynical convict into a reluctant hero when he's trapped on a sinking prison ship swimming with, swarming with ghosts. Can he unite desperate criminals, pirates, mm, there's that word, <laughs> and brutal guards as they try to escape a watery grave? Sounds pretty cool. Uh, Kevin Scott writes or wrote uh, the Star Wars um, High Republic, High Republic stuff. stuff. Yeah. And he, that was well received. He does, was did well. a lot on Doctor Who while yeah. uh, Jess was there. And um, oh. it's some of the best stuff they put out. Um, yeah. So I'm looking forward to this. Yeah. This would be good. This is an easy buy. Love a pirate. Yeah. Especially for that. Hmm. That that's the only like downside that, part. That's where it ends. Yeah, like if pirates are more a part of it than the premise suggests, then I won't be able to pull it again after issue one. I appreciate you sticking to your guns there. Yeah. Uh let's talk about Golgotha Motor Mountain. It's a five issue mini written by Matthew Ehrman and Lonnie Lonnie Nadler with art by Ryan Lee. It's described as a high octane redneck motor massacre about two meth-cooking brothers and their attempt to make it home in one piece as all manner of cosmic alien horrors are hot on their tail. Whoa. That's wild. Actually pretty funny. Um, Ehrman and, and Nadler sound like really familiar names. Yeah. 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 Uh, Nadler did, was a... Uh, it was like Thompson Nadler. Zach Thompson and Lonnie Nadler. They did a lot of stuff together. Mm, okay. Um, Ehrman, Matt, Matthew Ehrman also... I'm trying to figure out where they, they wrote... I would say this is one of those mid mid tier creative teams. Like there's a creative team you 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 know you might could know, um, who have done some some Marvel DC stuff, just like Kevin Scott. The, the The premise sounds really fun though. Uh, maybe fun's not the word. Uh, yeah, because it sounds like it's going to be really graphic in terms of like uh, Lovecraftian body horror, but um, that fun in that way, I think. Meth head body horror. I mean, that's redundant at that point. Wow. <laughs> uh, my first thought was fear, 
because I was thinking like, gosh, imagine if I was in this, like a redneck motor massacre about two meth cooking brothers. I don't survive that. Forget about the alien invasion. That part is the horror. You don't need aliens. Uh, Matthew Ehrman did Witch Blood for uh, Vault Comics. Mm. If that rings a bell. Kale, what's the confusion? I just, like, I'm trying to figure out, like, where your brain went. Because, like, for the, for you to be part of this, immediately you would have to leave New York. And that happens twice a year? <laughs> That's not true. Uh, but also there are redneck places all over New York. New York City, um, oh, there's 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 parts, yeah, absolutely. Right. Also, also, I was just inserting myself in a situation where there are two redneck meth heads. I don't care where it is on Earth. If I'm in that situation, it's a horror movie. It's probably Long Island. <laughs> <laughs> I, I avoid Long Island. Uh, Jackariah says a uh, sci-fi Breaking Bad. There you go. Yeah, that's okay. kind of what I'm feeling. There you go. Yeah, never seen it. Uh, up next is Arca. Tyler, you got to rectify that, dude. I know. I, I kind of like the first season. I like the bit of me saying never seen Breaking Bad. I think it's more fun than actually watching it. But You are that type of dude. I really think you'd like Better Call Saul. That is up your alley. I've watched that. It's good. It's even funnier that I've watched that and not Breaking Bad. All right. <laughs> Arca is actually an original graphic novel. So this is our first uh, OGN written by Van Jensen. With art by Jesse Lonergren, uh, described as uh, leaves a dying earth behind as billionaires establish a luxurious new society out among the stars, tended to by teenage indentured servants. But one girl discovers that the good life promised for their years of servitude was a lie. They get billionaires, luxurious society in space. Okay. You got me. In a, in a vi- wet dream. <laughs> in a way, this kind of reminds me of, uh, I think it was called Sector 9 or Section 9, something like that. Uh, Matt Damon is in it. Uh, Are you thinking of uh, the uh, one by the guy to District 9? District uh, 9, maybe is District, what it was called. But there was a sequel that was, oh, shit. What's the name of that movie? I know what you're talking about, though. He has like a yeah. mech suit, like a sort of a mech suit thing. It's like an exoskeleton. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. Yeah. It begins with an E. Elysium. That's, there we go. Uh, Thanks. Elysium. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Underrated movie. Yeah. It's not District 9 levels, but it's a, it's a pretty decent sci-fi. Movie. I enjoyed that was a, it. That was a sequel to District 9? I didn't know that. It. I don't think it was. I think it was more of a spiritual, maybe some slight references to that world. That sounds, um, yeah, that sounds right. Huh. But I think it's kind of its own thing. Yeah. Hey, what's up, Hill Twins? Glad you guys are here. Um, all right. So yeah, I, I, I'm I'm into it. That sounds cool. This is that sounds um, cool. Jesse Lonergan, who did the Image Comics one shot Hydra, which is pretty cool. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Good. Real good art. Real good visual storyteller. Nice. Uh, we've got two left. Next up is the Sin Bin, a six issue miniseries written by Robbie Thompson, with art by Molly Murakami. Uh, described as hits the road with washed up hockey player Dale Dukes Duke, <laughs> Duquesne, yeah. who moonlights as a monster hunter during away games with his daughter Cat in tow, hoping to find her mother's killer. <laughs> yeah. Yup. The, huh. 
the sin right. bin sounds like something you'd shove a rainbow dash action figure into. <laughs> I think Matt Matt Murphy has a sin bin in his house. <laughs> Definitely does. Can confirm. Can at least like he had one in college. That's for sure. All manner of horrors. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I like this, this premise a lot, yeah. though. I think this is a real fun premise. Uh, yeah. Hockey player, uh, like vampire hunter sort of thing. It's like Wayne Gretzky and Van Helsing into one person, which. <laughs> could be fun. dude i went i went to casey jones i was like yo i want a yeah. casey jones mini i was thinking a wild dog from dc as well mm. who's that <laughs> it's not wild cat it's it's, it's different <laughs> yeah i'll i will absolutely buy this uh and then last and definitely not least this was my favorite announcement by mm-hmm. far the hunger and the dusk a 12-issue story. It says 12-issue storyline, which makes me feel like they're leaving it open for more. Um, written by G. Willow Wilson with art by Chris Wild Goose. Is Wild Goose a, a distant cousin yeah, of yeah. Wildcat and yeah, Wild Dog? Of, yeah. They're part of uh, uh, the Wildstorm universe, actually. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's described as uh, upends an age-old conflict between humans and orcs by introducing a new, deadlier species. Fragile alliances form and unexpected romances blossom as former enemies wade into battle together to save their two races. So, first of all, G. Willow Wilson is, for those of you who might not know, the writer and also one of the co-creators behind Miss Marvel. Mm-hmm. Miss Marvel is one of the biggest hits of the last 10 years. If you're talking about a new character being introduced. So that's already great. And I think G. Willow Wilson is one of the best writers in comics. However, I have never read a G. Willow Wilson um, creator owned book. Hmm. Oh, I think I read her original OGN uh, before Miss Marvel, I can't remember what it was called. Uh, it was good, yeah, it was good. And so, this represents to me an opportunity to see her in a completely different light. Not to mention the fact that on Twitter she talked about this and said that she has like decades worth of stories in in mind. I don't know if that means decades of like time in this world or like he, our human decades. Like she could be doing decades worth of storytelling. Mm. And yeah, what I, what I read made it sound like she's been working on this a long time. Yes, this so. was, yeah, absolutely. So no matter what the answer to that is, I want it. Yep. I want it. This sounds phenomenal. The, the fact that this has works for me I popped. I was like, oh, yep, let's go. Big orc guy. Big orc guy. Yeah, well, I mean, any anytime I play a game uh has orcs in it, I'm an orc. Playing orc massage, aren't you? Do you guys <laughs> do you remember why we know that? Because of that game that we that that weird like game. Orc that, massage. Or oh orc massage. That's okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 <laughs> That's what it was. Yep. Can't wait for orcs and humans. I um I, look that I really like Twitch. This. Yeah, don't, don't do it. Yeah, don't do that. Marco, yeah. did you get that game? No, 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 I didn't. Are you lying? <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> Are you lying again? Lying. 
No, I didn't. I didn't. Steam was Marco. Um, so I think out of this list, like the, the, the sword and fantasy book was missing and this is kind of it here. Yeah. Um, yeah. And sword this, and sorcery. yeah, this, this kind of really scratches an itch for me. I feel like I'm not reading enough of that in comics right now. It's weird. Mm-hmm. Like we had, we had a, a, a deluge of that a couple years back and then it just dropped off. Um, I've yeah. read, uh, invisible kingdom, which I believe that's T. Will Wilson's, uh, dark horse book with Christian Ward. Um, mm. I really oh enjoyed my god it. yeah Invisible wow. Kingdom that was part of the Burger Books thing uh, apparently it's still ongoing so um, I remember reading at least the first trade of that and enjoying it mm. um, it's Same. it's a fun little space book it's like if you mix a FedEx worker with a bounty hunter um, it, I, I liked it a lot um, <laughs> okay. and then there's like real religious overtones where it becomes like sci-fi fantasy too um, so I, I have a lot of faith in G. Willow Wilson's writing chops you know I haven't read anything by her where I was like, eh, it's mostly like, oh, that was good. I enjoyed that. Um, so, okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I can't wait. I, I gushed enough. I think this is going to be really special. Um, this list for me, as we evaluate what they're, what they're putting on and kind of discuss what this means for them and what this means for comics. Uh, this list is cool. Uh, what it doesn't include is whatever the John Ridley book is going to be, because John Ridley is also going to be a part of this. But it seems like John's book will be a 2023 uh, book. Hmm. Um, so, I, and I feel like anything John Ridley is yeah, always I was later. Say that. <laughs> it's always like later on. You'll get this down the line. Yeah, it's, it's never like now. A, it's like that girlfriend in Canada you had. You know, like it's just you know, growing up. Nobody. No. No. Okay. Never mind. Had. <laughs> I married my girlfriend in Canada. Oh, well, there you go. But like, yeah, John Ridley books are always like, yeah, we got one of those. I swear, I promise. And then it's a <laughs> then it's a book with pictures and uh, prose. I'm like, oh, that's not a comic book. All right, whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, this list was missing a really like a huge sci-fi story. Uh, that takes place in space. That's what I wanted that I didn't get. Like a sprawling epic sci-fi story with a big name attached that matches G. Willow Wilson's presence on her fantasy book. Mm. Okay. Other than that fact, though, I think this this list hits a lot more than it misses in terms of yeah. premise. Uh, the creative teams that feature people we know are all good. And the ones that we don't know, the, 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 the creators, the premises are tight. Even the ones that yeah. weren't for me, sure, they're all good. Like, you guys reacted to the ones I didn't. Yeah. So. Even, like, the way this was announced, even from, like, a PR perspective, like, A, all the covers are catchy. Yes. You know? Yeah. So there's at least something eye-catching there. But even if you don't recognize the team. Um, there's something like, oh, okay, and th- this looks interesting, and also like bookending the announcement with uh, Snyder and G. Willow Wilson. Mm-hmm. Good idea. It's great. Like this is this is an actual comic book company banking on new talent, right? Banking on talent. Yeah, yeah. It, it's I I don't know if IDW has ever won harder. Like this is this is the this yeah. is an absolute win right now as it stands right now, IDW has my attention in terms of announcements more than any other company. 
Whether the books deliver on that is up to the creators, but IDW did their job. Yeah. Mm-hmm. As Tyler said, from a presentation standpoint, you couldn't ask for more. You, unknown, fresh face, your, the announcement of your book is alongside Snyder's book. Yeah. G. Willow Wilson's book. That's incredible. That's huge. What was the name of uh, the new, the rising stars for Marvel? This is the Stormbringers. <laughs> it's these guys. These are the young guns. The young, the young guns. guns. Yeah, that's what it was. The young guns. Oh my god. Yeah. And like, well, it, yeah. Go ahead. Even even in terms of like a in terms of the genre, it's kind of running the gamut there. But also mm-hmm. like, there's miniseries. There's graphic novels. Like there is literally something for everyone here. Yeah. There's diverse Absolutely. creators. You know, like it's. I, I this is one of the best just like comic book announcements I've seen in a while. Much better than that goddamn Archie NFT. <laughs> right. But, but you could dictate where the story goes. I can't tell Where's the mute where button? Can we mute Marco real quick? <laughs> <laughs> There's a website you can go to called uh, fanfiction.net. <laughs> AO3 baby. Oh, right, yeah, that too. Um so what do you guys think this means? Obviously for IDW, it means that they're on the radar. They have Scott Snyder. They have G. Willow Wilson. They have John Ridley sometime soon, TM, um, and these phenomenal premises. If it translates into sales, we know that some will. It's inevitable. Some of these books are going to do great because of who's attached. Does this have the potential to shake up what is a clear top five publishing companies in the industry. It's not going to touch Marvel or DC, obviously, but getting past them, can this impact anything? Not yet. I think it could. Um, I think if they, I think if IDW continues this initiative and continues to court new creators and, and, find new talent with new stories um i think i think it it could yeah i think we could idw could unseat you know could unseat image not with themselves but i think they could you know they could push boom up Hmm. i think the number of books is also important um one of the things that we've complained about image in the past is obviously creator owned and creator focused but sometimes there's just such a volume of them that I can't pick up every single number one. And mm. I think that this is a good, was it like nine titles? Okay, fine. There's a good variation there for a bunch of people to be able to pick it up. And if somebody happens to really like the just independent space there, like a new book a month or two every month, that's like prime for being able to buy that. Uh, I like that a lot. Oh, cats in the chat. And, um, it, yeah, I think I think this is going to take time as well. Uh, if this is successful, rotating in, you know, new storylines, maybe not necessarily filling the same genres, but just getting the same set kind of talent and hunger from people to be able to tell their stories and not exceeding this number of books, I think is probably the good strategy moving forward. It's also worth pointing out that they announced the length of every single one of these books. Which expresses confidence that they will release. Yep. Um, that's a huge sign because that 
that increases the value of my purchase. If I know that this is going to come to, to go to go the distance, I'm way more invested because at the very least, I will get to see the full story. Yeah. Huge. It's better. It's better than those like Marvel books that just get announced and you don't know like what it is. Is this a mini? Is this a, a limited yeah. series? What's the difference between a mini and a limited series? Like, yeah, I like how there, there is an expectation already set. Yeah. And it's also worth pointing out that not all of them are that. One of these is an OGN. That's huge. Mm-hmm. Yep. The format there plays a lot. Uh, the announcement also talks about how they will be putting out YA no- uh, novels and different things like that in 2023. So they have bigger plans to try to like hit more spaces, which is great. As an announcement, I think this is huge. I think that Image is a loser here. Um, <laughs> I just, again, they didn't. Like, how is it possible that for for all these years in a row now, they don't have the new Scott Snyder? I think they have they have Noctera, right? Sure, yeah. yeah. Which is a huge book. But why don't they have this book? You know, that's that to me that's that's nuts. But it, this also feels like a book where it's like, "Hey Scott, we need you to come up with a book. Um we have this new initiative, come up with something." Maybe. Um, yeah. Maybe. But but I think I think to to Sean's point, you know, why isn't crashing or true cold or earth divers an image book? Sure. No, I think that's the bigger thing, yeah. You know, they, they, they had a corner of the market that now became a vacuum and there are people like IDW now filling that space. Yep. And that's, that's harm, not necessarily harming, but that's the negative effect for image. I think that dark horse is on the clock now because dark horse has the stronger IP. There's no doubt about that. Mm. But I think when it comes to, you know, quality, original storytelling. I don't think of Dark Horse for that. Like when you get past what they're publishing as far as Hellboy or um, the thing that Kale really loves, the Black Hammer. Hammer. (laughs) I was going to say Lobster Johnson. Um, When you get past that, I don't think of Dark Horse for like premium original stories. IDW is putting them on notice. Um, and it may not be that this year ne- or next year is when we see that effect. But if a James Tinian says, hey, wow, Scott had a great experience working with IDW. Mark Doyle's there. That's huge. You know what? Yeah, I'll do a book with them. That's all yeah. it takes. That's all it takes. We were not talking about boom before something is killing the children. So we're doing it. <laughs> now they're everywhere. And also, like, the, the other end of the equation is, like, they could be making new stars. Yeah. You know? Oh, man. Yeah. This is, like, uh, this is where Chris Wildgoose kind of, you know, cut his teeth, you know, five years from now. Oh, yeah. So, remember that uh, Chris Wildgoose book that with G. Willow Wilson? Like, they could be that publisher, you know? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. So, it's it's a win all the way around. It, it's rare that we get to talk about just a purely amazing comic announcement. Mm. And I'm so happy that it's IDW that we're discussing right now. Really, really happy because again, they needed this. They needed this bad. And this is the power of a tremendous editor. I'm putting this on Mark Doyle. Yeah. Yeah. I'm assuming he had, you know, the, the idea there to, 
pass through on the higher ups. Yeah, good effort. A great effort because you're expanding the scope of comics here and for IDW. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Um, you can expect us to be reviewing yeah. a number of these on Palace Polls. And I guarantee you that those will be the first IDW books we're even considering for that show. Uh, so that tells you a lot. A show that's dominated by Marvel and DC. I got to slip um, in a, a Sonic issue before then, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not going to happen. Uh, just just quickly before we trans transition out of the show, um, Mad Cave Studios also opened uh, to creator-owned titles this weekend. Right. Um, they're, they're not a, a huge company. But the more studios opening for creator owned is only good news for creators. Industry, so yeah. yeah, and fans. And I think that that's that's the point that I want to leave this on is that IDW has done everything that they can. The creators have done what they can. Now, if you are a person who says, you know what, I'm tired of Marvel, I'm tired of DC, whatever. Well, this is something new. This is something new from creators you love. It's something new from creators you don't know. And I think if you can afford it, if it's within your, your, you know, your budget, it's worth taking a look at at least some of these and saying, hey, I support it when comic book companies do the right things, you know, and do the things that appeal to me. You have to show up for situations like this or this doesn't happen. It's a huge gamble. How much did it cost to pay Scott Snyder to do this? You know? show up i i will be i'll be showing up thank you guys for showing up to the show we appreciate appreciate you all watching uh we did announce our patreon as we mentioned earlier so that's patreon.com slash the comics pals there is a link in the description we thank you ahead of time to every single person who decides that they want to take that next step with us and become a more entrenched part of our community uh, we're really, really pumped for what this could mean for us, what it can mean for you guys. So thank you. We really, really appreciate it. Uh, it's been a labor of love for five years, and it's going to continue. Can it's I give a little a little teaser of what you can expect on the Patreon pal, uh, Palin' Around episode? Yeah. Um, we've we mentioned multiple times on the show that Sean uh, has a reaction to Derry. Uh, we finally <laughs> get the zero issue for that in this in this yep. episode. If you've ever wanted that. Sean's supervillain origin, this is it. <laughs> this is the Joker moment. Y yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Actually. Uh, yeah. We all we all give up a story like that. Uh, I think that if you are a, a core listener, um, you will get a lot out of being a part of our Patreon. I really do. Um uh jack jack Arias says glad to catch us live and chat get involved thank you thank you so much for coming and watching us live it means it means the world really really appreciate it youtube.com slash the comics pals if you want to watch us not live uh subscribe for free like the video share it with your friends all that stuff's free helps us out a lot more than it costs you if you want to watch us live twitch.tv slash the comics pals every single saturday for this very show at 10 15 a.m. Eastern Wednesdays, not anymore for Pals Pulls. You want to come to us on Thursdays for Pals Pulls. 
we're, this week, I don't know what we're going to be talking about. It's going to be fun. Check Wednesday, our social media. Check our Discord server, which you can join right now. There's a link to that in the description. Join there. You will learn the books we're going to be reading on Thursday. Should be a fun time. As always, you don't know. We might be drinking. And if we're drinking, that's how you get stuff like the clips that we post every single week on social media. Twitter, that's Instagram, not just from TikTok. The booze, Sean. <laughs> huh? That's not just from the booze. Well, so what's it from then, Tyler? Uh, we're all four fucked up line. people. Man, I wish Vine was still around. Um, oh, dude, Vine was so good. You know how many nights I lost to Vine? <laughs> and I didn't. I, go ahead. It's TikTok now. No, it's not TikTok. TikTok. It's not Vine. Vine yeah, had a not. specific energy. Some yeah. TikToks have it, but TikTok as a whole is a more corporate uh, Vine, yeah. I feel. What? Yeah, Vine is not TikTok. Or TikTok is not Vine. They're not the same. Yeah, agreed. Uh, book clubs, as I said earlier, Doctor Strange, The Oath is our next book club. Hill Twins, you'll like that one. Don't know if you guys have read it, but that's your favorite hero. So we'll be doing a book club on that. That will be dropping on the first Tuesday of May. So that would be the third. Yep. So check that out. And then listen to our Batman Black Mirror book club. It's out now. It's there waiting. Go read Black Mirror. Buy it for your fiance, your husband, your wife, whatever. And then listen. Get them to listen. It's Get great. them to download on a separate device and listen from a different account and then do all that stuff. You know, let's yes, there's a certain process you gotta and leave a review from both. Yes, leave reviews. We we appreciate that too. On all platforms, anywhere you can, there's a way to leave a review. Leave a review. Let's get into the plugs. Kale. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Comics Pals. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Toto Into. That's T O T O I N T O W. You can find my work at kaleward.com. That's C A L E W A R D.com. Marco. You can follow me at Mr. Marco Anamoto on Instagram and Twitter. Come talk to me about my continuing saga with Dawson's Creek. I'm wrapping up season three. <laughs> and then. Uh, I'm Dude. Gonna... Dude. Wait, hold on, hold on a second. Wait, wait don't don't say anything. Hold on. I, I I don't know what, what you're reacting to, but things have been happening, but I'm not sure if we're reacting to the same thing. I would never do that. I was just reacting to the fact that I know that if you're wrapping it up, you've already seen things that are major, and I was having the reaction of knowing that you just saw that for the first time. Okay, okay. Um, then I'm, I'm trying to get smash going as something that's a little more continuous. I did a test stream and uh, thank you, Sultan and, uh, the medic who happened to tune in. Oh, last, I guess when this is coming out on, on Thursday, um, trying to get that fixed, get like the sound, get everything set up. So, uh, stay the medic now. helped me out setting up my stream. Like the medic, good dude. a good dude. Good dude. here for all your medical needs yeah. <laughs> and technical. That's what's up. Tyler. You can follow me at the Tyler Olson on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, what can you talk to me about? Um, I don't know. Uh, wrestling. I watch a lot of wrestling. Um, if anyone has uh, any uh, uh, leads on a Green Goblin uh, retro Marvel Legends figure, let me know. 
It's the one that comes with the Norman Osborne head with the cornrows. Uh, Are you serious? He's got the waves on that one. Like the waves, on, yo. Yeah. Norman Osborne has the cleanest waves of any character in history. Uh, look forward to the top five uh, hairstyles in comic. Actually, that could be a fun one. That could be a fun one. A good one. Yeah. Storm. Punk Storm, right? Like the yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Obviously. The new, the new one that fuses Gladiator of the uh, the Shi'ar. That's that's a good one too. Yeah. Sorry, best best Mohawks in the. That's true. M U. Um. Yeah. Talk to me about that. Cool. As for me, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram only at Sean Soapbox. Uh, just just let us know what you're thinking about the Patreon. You know. That's that's what I'm interested in hearing about. What what can make it better? Uh, why do you like it? Um, you know, just what can we do? That's all I want to hear right now. Um, and also, I haven't started Elden Ring yet, and I bought it two weeks ago. So. Oh shit! Yeah, you, actually, I bought on, it Sean? before I went on vacation, so I bought it like a month ago. What'd you buy it on? PS Five. Yo, I can help you out then. I got you. All right. Are you let me solo her? <laughs> Oh, you don't know about let me solo her? No. Oh, y'all don't know about that? I don't oh, even, yeah. I'm not even jacked into the conversation, and I know about let me solo her. Yeah. It's this one player that keeps uh, joining people's games to beat the end boss for them, and this guy's, like, beat the end boss, like, 400 times or something yeah, like that. Yeah, he, he basically shows up in your game wearing a diaper with two swords and a jar on his head, yeah. and his name is literally let me solo her. Wow. <laughs> That's wild. That's um, hilarious. On that, on that lovely note, uh, we're the Comics Pal signing off. Until next time, take care, guys. See you next week.